Welcome, 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 y'all, to Stay Motivated Podcast. Okay, so the time is officially here. Let me introduce myself and my first guest, Alexis. Woo, girl, you know about to make history. Or history. Her story. Her story. <laughs> oh, it's, oh, my bad, my bad. Her story. I know you guys heard of Young Ma or Young Emma. Emma? Is it Ma? Emma? I don't know. Yeah. Okay, shout out to her. Yeah, girl. It's her story. Hmm. Anyways, allow me to introduce myself. The Motivation Queen. The Motivation Guru. Okay. Also known as Diane D. Mother Effin Money. Ooh, hold on. Hey, let me twerk something, twerk something. Hey, let me. All right, guys. So today's topic is toxic men. Woo, child. So, you feel me, sis? Ooh. I felt that. Ooh. 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 So it's a growing epidemic. Ooh, a growing epidemic. You guys hear that? A growing epidemic. If you don't know what epidemic means, I'm gonna need you to Google. <laughs> so I heard they're gonna start charging in the future. So thank me now. <laughs> or get you an encyclopedia if, if you know what that is. You think they know what an encyclopedia? No. Maybe All right. a little bit. Oh, you know. Get you a little pocket dictionary. But before we do get into it, Alexis, Alexis, go Let me allow Alexis to introduce herself. So, sis, state your name and rep your set. Uh, Alexis, better known as Lex. Okay, we got Lex. Sing it with me, y'all. Lex. I told you guys I should be like freaking... I need mean, to be like everything else, but you know, whatever. I'm a rapper, singer, also. I need to do something. All right, so sis, tell them how we met. Listen now, Lex, don't say anything crazy because you all know we know that we know that you know that I know that we got some motherfucking stories now, sis. I'll just keep it simple. We got a couple mutual friends, hung out one night, met one night after hours. See, after hours, after hours. Which I'm about them after hours. They don't know about after hours. Now that's why we'll keep it simple. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, well, there you have it, Lex. It's Alexis, better known as Lex. <laughs> she said Love it. Love Hey, hey. <laughs> you know what's crazy, guys? Because we're both Scorpios. Don't think this is a biased topic either because. We're not being biased because we're Scorpios. You guys love us. They love us. They love us. They love to hate us. <laughs> I think Scorpios is the number one hated sign, but you know what I'm saying? That's not our topic today. We're misunderstood. Mm-hmm. Often. Very often. Whew. I feel like twerking something, y'all. Anyways. So let's get back into it. Toxic men. Today we're going to be very, very, very specific. Okay, sis? Okay. Alright, we're not gonna we're not away from you MFers. So Lex. It's Lex, right? Lex. Oh, Lex. Lex. <laughs> my bad, y'all. So Lex. 
Think about a time where you encountered a toxic man. Girl, do not state their name. I don't need any lawsuits. Okay? <laughs> Talking about you know, defamation of character. We don't want to deform the character that, that's already deformed now. Like who has no name. <laughs> him. We, for, we refer to him as him. I don't know. I feel like I've been through so much with so many different people. Like, this one guy, getting to know people, like, you know, you start figuring them out, whatever, like, this one guy, he was like, that he has no friends, and I thought that was, like, a red flag. I feel like everybody has a friend or two for certain things, even if you just watch football with, or just catch up with every now and then, or just someone to, like, talk about life and stuff you're going through. So it's like, what do you mean you don't even have a friend you can vent to, that, you make your girlfriends your entire world, which I have my friends that I like to be with sometimes. I don't want a guy who's gonna be on my ass 24 7. Right. So, but at the same time, I give him the benefit of the doubt, which we do most people, because in the beginning, you feel like you still kind of gotta figure them out. You're just going off of minimal information. Right. But, or whatever information you decide to, to give you, right? Yeah, right. Right. Until you start putting two, two, four, eight together. Because <laughs> two plus two equals five. The fuck as one. Because they're saying that they're not telling us. Right. Okay. And then right. little bits and pieces start adding up. Because then you start to think, well, you believe in this one for this one, this one for this one. But at the end of the day, even when people are at fault, you have to take some accountability for things. And when you don't take no accountability, like that's a red flag. Because I know in certain situations I was fucked up in, mm-hmm. where I could sit there and say, like, damn, I shouldn't have did that, shouldn't have said that, that's owning up. But if you're gonna blame every little life decision or downfall in your life on somebody else, then that's a problem. That's definitely a problem. A lot of people don't wanna step into the truth. Their truth. Let me be clear. Hold on, let me get closer. Their truth. A lot of people don't want to step into their truths. You know what I'm saying? So, you can't... The thing about life is that you can't force anybody to step into their truth. You know, it's like, you know, I know it's the old, old, old school saying, you know, you can leave the horse to the water. <laughs> but you can't make them drink it. Okay. Like, right. so finished it up. Clap. Okay. Exactly, because even when they are that person, they got blinders on to where they still don't see where they're at fault. This is true. This is very true. So it's like you're dealing with somebody who can't even take accountability for who they are. So then where are you left at? In the desert. In the desert. <laughs> ain't no water in the desert. <laughs> you heard that? Ain't no water in the desert. You better go buy the fucking cactus and hope there's some something in there. Yeah, it's just a little that thorns on it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, at what point, like, was it that you realized that this person was toxic? I mean, did you see any red flags? We gonna get into flags. Let's get into a couple red flags. But it's like you know, at the same time, you always try to give that person the well. I'm the type of person to keep giving people benefit of the doubt, even though I shouldn't. But it came to the point where it was like he was so back and forth, like, I want you, I don't want you, I want you, I don't want you. So then I had told myself, like, the next time he leaves, then that's it, he's gone. Like, there's no talking after that. 
And that was his thing, was that he left and expected to come back, but then after that, there was no more. So the red flag was him leaving? No, or? it was the no friends, and, you know, there was another person years ago who would talk about wanting some, like, situationship. Like where you do everything that a couple does without the title or they're still doing them and then leading you on and it just leaves you like where? Not knowing. So then when you're not knowing, it makes things confused. Mm -hmm. It makes you confused as a person. You don't know where to go. Because then it's like back and forth. Like you hear some people like, oh, when you're dating, you should continue to date and not limit yourself to one person. But at the same time, you get people like, oh, well, if I date you, I'm only dating you. But then that confuses the two. Where did you stand? Where did you stand? You you stood as being loyal to an uncommitted relationship, right? Which is a situation shit. In the beginning, yes. And then I put my foot down. Like, after a couple months, it gets to the point where you know you want to be with somebody or not be with somebody. So you're wasting both of our times. True. This is very true. This is is me. Are you hearing this? Did you have a scepter to this? Mother information. I don't even want to talk about situationships because situationships have become the norm. Unfortunately. It ain't the norm for me. I'm the 80s baby. What about you, sis? Because that ain't, ain't the norm for me. That means a lot. And if you don't understand, I don't, I don't know what the fuck to tell you. I don't know. I've been in a little bit of different situations. <laughs> So, been there, done that, don't want to be there again. Right, because I don't run into a fuel toxic man. You know what I'm saying? We might have to save that for the book because, woo child, toxic men. You know, I don't run into a fuel toxic man. I might have to save that for the book because, woo child, toxic men is multiple, Lord. So, once you realize they were toxic how did you handle it ow before you even saw six oh my bad ow let i'll get it right y'all before you even speak i want you to know that i just want you to be real raw alexis and just keep it 100 it depends because every situation is different. Like, I've been in one situation where not only was he toxic, but abusive too. Mm. And it was to the point where, like, you know, you know, everybody likes to say what they would do in that situation. Like, oh, I don't know why that girl's with that guy. He does this, he does that. If that was me, you know, but you never really know what you're going to do until you're placed in that situation. And once it becomes physical, you sit there and think, like, you know, they start apologizing, like, okay, you always think the last time is gonna be the last time until there's another time. And then I remember reading like some poem once in the back of a woman's bathroom about domestic violence. So one day he choked me so bad to the point where I passed out and I really thought that that was gonna be the day I died. In the back of my mind, all I could think about was that, you know, they always tell you to get out before it's too late and I really, really thought that was gonna be the day I died. See, you guys don't already know, um, we're just getting started. There's a purpose behind stay motivated. There's a purpose, there's a reason why I'm motivated. There's a reason why I have a drive and that kind of, I don't want to say it kind of, it did. It did touch a sensitive spot to me in regards to physical abuse when it comes down to domestic violence, a man and a woman. 
woman and a man. So, my next question to you is, after that incident happened where it did become physical, did you stay? At first, yeah, because I was afraid that he might really kill me. And then I got out as soon as I could because he was, I was young. I was, you know, I still had my whole life ahead of me. So, I so when to, you say young, what? Like around about what age? You don't have to give me an exact age around about. Like before 20. Okay. You know, what What do you really know about life before 20? Because at 31, I feel like I'm still experiencing first. I, I'm still learning life. I have a better idea of what it is now. But, you know, in your 22, from 22 to 24 to 26, like, it seems like every two years your mentality on things changes. You know, I don't have the same mentality now that I did two years ago, five years ago. So I just knew I had to get out before he killed me. And, you know, little by little, I got my life together. Right. So was it the first time that something happened that you were just like, you know what? I'm out of here. I'm just going to escape. I'm going to And it wasn't just like once or twice. Like, it was happening for a couple months. So it's but, you know, a hit here, a hit there. But once you really feel like you're at the point where you're going to die... You know, you know he's capable of doing it. Wow. First and foremost, guys, you know, um, we're nowhere near done. But I just want to take a second to actually thank Alexis for being so vulnerable because being vulnerable is a part of the healing process. Being vulnerable is what's going to take you to step into you and who you are. That's just you know, a little bit. A part of me thought about going back. A part of me thought he was really sorry, like he was sorry all the times before. But, you know, once you have it in you, it's like just like anything. Once you get a little taste, it's not going to stop. It's going to keep going, just like some men with cheating. Once you start cheating and, you know, you get away with it, you continue to do it. So just like physical abuse, once it starts, it only progresses. It never stops. Hmm. You hear that? Once it starts, it progresses. So after removing yourself from that toxic mess, what kept you motivated in that sector of your life on possibly dealing with toxic men in the future? Like, how did that all play out for you? Uh, I guess, (laughs) you know, more so my daughter, like, as a female, she's looking up to me to pick the right choices and the right men, and she's watching everything I do, so... I got to think about, you know, the guy I'm with. Is that someone I would see my daughter with? Hmm. If I feel like he wouldn't be good enough for my daughter, then he shouldn't be good enough for me either. Hmm. So it's kind of like going, like tapping into that whole generational possibly, you know, the whole generational thing, you know? I know. And you know, because we know. If you don't know, we know. <clears throat> How'd you remove yourself? Before we get into me, <clears throat> we're gonna finish this off, y'all. Be honest. Did you feel like, Alexis, did you feel motivated or were you on some F man, F R man, bitter, and it's just like I could hold down myself? I mean, it's okay. 
because I've been that bitter woman. It's all life. It's a part of growing. It's a part of learning. You know, Alexis, I, I always perceive things as if it's always a lesson. It's never a loss. What's for you will remain for you. And what's not for you, it will definitely fade. And that's what brought me to this space on my State Motivated Podcast was on how I choose to see, how I saw things, how I could stay resilient. Hold on, let me say one more <laughs> How I could stay resilient and motivated through life's lessons. Because, girl, whoo, those lessons are blessings. You see, this one made me think I could be a rapper. I got bars, I got bars, I just want the concoct. Oh, it's like now I'm gonna leave it to you, Brooklyn people, because the Brooklyn seems to have a lot of rappers. A lot of rap rappers. It's like let me let me let me chill. But you know, this kind of like um it doesn't kind of it wraps up our QA session, you know. Now I just want to have like an open panel. You know, if you may have any questions for me, let me know. Well, back to like what you asked. Like at first with the first one, it was more like I swore off men and I was bitter. But at the same time, I was at such a low point in my life that I felt like to get better, you have to be better in life. Mm -hmm. So, you know, starting from the bottom from having nothing, I felt like, okay, well, who am I going to meet if I have nothing? So I need to have my own place, have my own car you know, have myself situated because then I need to meet my equal who has their own everything too. Because if you're a bum, you're going to attract bums. <laughs> right? Bummity bum bum bums. I need all my bum men <laughs> to step to the front of the congregation. But don't get me wrong because there's people too who got their shit together and still attract bums. But... <laughs> um. Yeah, so that was my first thought, and then I didn't date for a couple years because of it, and I just focused on me and my daughter. And then when I started dating, then that first heartbreak after that, it was more like, okay, what's next? It didn't take as long as the first one, but it was just like, more so that I didn't put so much on me that ended the relationship that I realized, you know, you know, a lot of toxic guys try to tend to put it on you. Like, well, you did this and you did that. That's why we didn't work. But sometimes when you sit back and look at the bigger picture, like, okay, you said I did this, but I did this because of what you did. And mm. that's what you failed to realize is taking accountability for what you did. Mm -hmm. So then you got to realize that, you know, he might make it seem like it was all your fault, but you got to realize not everything is your fault and move on from there. Like, it's his loss, not yours. Mm. 